Mark, you're opening this one. I got nothing for the intro. It's really? all you. Okay, okay. Do you ever get that feeling that you've been left out of the wardrobe chat and when you're supposed to wear a baby blue and nobody tells you? <laughs> that was good. You know what? That's funny because as I as I put on this outfit, right? I got my nice blue Daiwa hat on here. I said, I'm going to try to look like Sean tonight. Sean always rocks the baby blue. He does. He does. My nice Under Armour shirt here. Look at you, buddy. See, It goes good with my eyes. Here's yeah, the does. thing. People are watching this on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. More, more people are listening to this on Spotify and stuff than they are watching it. But there's still a lot of people that are watching the live video or on Instagram or clips. Uh, if people. you're just listening, you're missing out. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing I want to say to you guys who are just listening. First off, I struggle with the hat situation here all the time. It always looks crooked to me, and it is. Mm-hmm. Like last episode, it was really bad. But, you know, it's the lighting. So, two. <laughs> Blame it on the lighting and not what he does. head. Yeah. <laughs> Woody does such a fantastic job editing this guys with overlays and mm-hmm. videos and stuff as we're talking. You're truly missing out if you're not watching this on YouTube. Right. So, you know, even if you listen to it in the truck, a car on the way to work, which we greatly appreciate, check it out on YouTube. Subscribe, comment on it. Like we want to talk about some of the stuff we talked about with you after the show. Like we don't want the conversations to stop. We want to keep going. You can direct message any of us on Instagram, Facebook. Call my cell phone. I don't care. I'm whoa, always happy whoa, to talk. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a minute here. I want to talk about something. See, with direct messaging, I'm not very good at it. Well, you got to hit the request. Yeah, thing. but at the with the Instagram, I went into my direct messaging in my Instagram, and I've I seen a checked. whole ton of messages from people. Yeah, that I've never that I never seen. I guess it's like a, a request. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I like I'm not a huge social media guy, right? I don't. Let me put it this way: Sean's my best friend, and I'm still waiting for him to reply for a text like three years ago. Jeez, we're, we're, we're gonna have. Yeah, I'm not good at. Do it. not Guys. text him. We're yeah. gonna have to fire you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a talker. I'm a talker. I, I look look at these. Yeah, I was gonna these. say look at those. You try to text Okay. Can you crush a man's skull in a heartbeat? Wow, I believe it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, you guys are crazy. Anyways, there is a lot to talk about this weekend fishing. I'll tell you one thing. There is a lot of wall anglers out there that wish those guys' boats had a YOLO tech on it filming wow. the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, right? yeah. And 100%. So yeah. I think we're going to get into this right away. We might as well. It's yep. only the hottest topic in fishing right now. So when did this happen? About a week ago from Friday. filming Friday. Friday. So no, almost a Friday. week from when we're filming this episode. Mm-hmm. This changed... Tournament fishing forever. You think so? So let's back up a bit. So in case we got a few listeners that don't know what happened, because we're going to assume, even though if it's you're pretty hard to. you're under a rock or. Uh, the Lake Erie Walleye Tour in the U.S., which is a very prominent, very well-organized, very oh, yeah. well-run walleye yeah. uh, tournament circuit. It's a big one. It's a very big one. Multiple, like hundreds of boats in some of these events. Very, very big tournament series. A couple guys who have won many events in the past were caught officially cheating by stuffing weight into these walleye. Jake Runyon and Chase Kaminsky. So there you go. Those are the two famous What names. were those names? Jake Runyon and Chase Kaminsky. One more time. Jake Runyon and Chase Kaminsky. And now presenting Bambi. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. So anyway, so these guys... They have more famous than they ever wanted to be. Oh, for all the right reasons, eh? So what happened was... I believe somebody came up and said, look... And correct me if I'm wrong, because I've watched so many different versions, heard so many different versions. Hey, that fish doesn't seem right. I caught an eight pounder, whatever the weight was. That one doesn't look like mine. 
And I think there was enough assumptions over the last little bit on these guys that he finally said, let's cut a fish. Well, I, I watched the weigh-in. Yeah. Right? I, I watched the whole video. And uh, the tournament director, <clears throat> when he, he was looking at the fish, and they were five-pound fish. He, like you the, could hear guys in the yeah. background and, yeah, like, you questioning hear them. this, right? Yeah, yeah, you could hear them. Because like, he was like, hold on, don't go anywhere. we got to get pictures of those fish. And when they hold them up and the crowd looked at them, you started to hear some guys in the crowd mm -hmm. saying, yeah, right. And you see the tournament director, he just keeps looking over. Jason just keeps looking over and looking he, over. And so he's got over. a plan in his head. He's 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 he knows something's up. He's he wants right. to look at these fish. He knows, right? He, and you know what? He sliced that fish so quick. He was ready, boys. We fish. We got weights and fish. He yeah. And so, first off, I want to give a shout out to him. Is I think in a very emotional, high tense, stressful situation, which involved him whether he liked it or not as a TD tournament director he handled it very well well i, I think, think he's his, his, his profession i think helped him stay calm and, and be guys so i guess uh, he's he's a, he's a police officer right for his day job okay um so i think his training and to deal with people and stuff really helped in that situation because i i don't know i don't know if i could have uh, been as calm as he was well i think the fact that everybody there too knows mm -hmm. that he's a police officer everybody Stop, because if you're, something like that happened around here, guys are getting dummied, man. You're probably right. And I think, too, as you could tell he was talking like a police officer. He says something along the lines, and don't quote me word for word, but, all right, I want everybody to back up and leave these guys alone. Yeah. Wasn't like, we're going to deal with this situation mm -hmm. one way or the other. But uh, this is crazy. So, first off, I believe it was lead weights or metal, yep. whatever it was. Lead weights. Yeah. So, these guys didn't just put a few ounces in these fish. I think it was like a total of eight pounds. Eight pounds. Yeah, and the Over crazy thing fish. is they would have won the derby anyway. So um, I, You know what? I don't think that's true because I was looking at the... They um, had 25 pounds. They had 25 pounds. Yeah. They needed 16 pounds to win and they ended up with like 30, 32 uh, pounds or something. See, I have the results for that tournament there. Second place actually came in at 28-18. So either way, when I'm getting that on these eight pounds, I like cheating from a cheating standpoint, you would almost think to be realistic. Someone said, let's try to get a couple pounds. Eight pounds. That's a third of that's thirty oh, percent of the greedy. weight. They got greedy. That's because team of the year was on, on the line too, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So they needed they needed team of the year and they wanted to win. For sure. So they got greedy and that greed will get you, right? Yeah. No, mm -hmm. I, I I think and we so. should probably shout out to the actual winners of this thing because uh you know, <laughs> all these guys are getting the, the limelight, and uh, we should con probably congratulate Steve and Chris. Steve and Chris, congratulations, guys. I hope you guys see this. Because We're winning it legit. Yeah. Legitly. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, sorry, the cheaters' names, because you know what? You, you know what? Good on you, Mark, for mentioning that. We gave these cheaters, we celebrated these people almost more than we ever talked about a winner. And that's just the way the world is. Like, this might be a little out there, so you guys decide if you want to edit it or not. I always said, you know what? Maybe we'd stop having as many serial serial killers if Netflix would stop giving them a twelve part documentary every time. Yeah, right. But it's just like these people, yeah. like you cheat. Everyone knows these guys' name now, but nobody knows who's getting second, third, fourth, fifth. You know, right? It's too bad. So what I'm getting at though is too on this is I want to say congrats to the tournament TD. Like not congrats, but I watched your statement and like, dude, I 
I understand what you're going through. Oh, he was yeah. tore up. You're yeah, tore he up. Was. He was Your very business. emotional at one point. You feel like you let people down and stuff. I, and I know I don't know all the details, but what's happened in other events leading up to this. But uh, I generally believe that he did not want this in any way. If, and you know he's gonna make it up to the anglers somehow or the other. But the same thing, giving everybody their tournament fee back. Like some people are saying, everyone should get their tournament entry fees back for the last three years. Well, that that's, <laughs> that's all in anything. Yeah, guy. that's already paid out. Yeah, right. good luck. Right. Good luck. That's not how yeah. that works. It's not gonna put that guy. Put you'll put him out of business, and you'll have nowhere to fish. Yeah. So so what do you do to change this? Well, how how do you move forward? Well, I'm seeing now everybody's talking about metal detectors. Okay. Metal I'm, metal detectors to pick up lead weight. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Back in the 80s, if you had a metal detector, it wasn't picking up lead, the thing right? It just wouldn't do it. But today's metal detectors will 100% pick up lead. But guys, these things also had fillets down them. Like, we can yeah. put weight in the fish without using metal. Yeah, so the, they would wrap the, the, the weight with the fillet to yep. make it feel softer. Softer. So how do you explain right. the scissors? Did they just get stuck down there when they're shoving the weight down? Like, why would you put scissors in there? I, I don't remember seeing scissors. There was scissors. I don't recall that. I yeah, there was weights, a pair of scissors, and then the fillets. Okay, so, like, let's go back one step. <laughs> so some well. organizations are already announcing that they're taking steps. Um, I, I know U.S. guys stepped up. I know uh, CSFL already made a statement they're going to have a metal detector at each event, like a hand one, like only to use in certain circumstances. Um, the thing though is like, we can take, like, like we said, these guys went for eight pounds. The, the average cheater is probably going to go for a pound. Right. Rubber balls. I just feel like, I'm, I feel like there's, there's ways to cheat mm -hmm. still. And that, and that's unfortunate, but there's a way to cheat in everything in life. Yeah. So uh, do you think it's happening as much as people now think it is? Well, we've had our own uh, bet with cheating a few years ago with the Top Bass series, right? So we're not strangers to the whole cheating thing. So let's let's go into that. Tell everybody yeah. about that experience. Okay, I would say how many? Well, probably the last year Top Bass ran, um, there was a team came out of the middle of nowhere um, and started winning everything. Uh, Fabio Testa. Testa was his name. And Guy Amoruso. And Guy. Um, yeah, these guys were, were hammering it. Nobody had ever heard of these guys really before. And then they just came out and started winning everything. And uh, I remember the classic. We were at the meeting. And I believe it was Josh. Westring. Josh Westring uh, came up and said, look at this, boys. Look what I found. And he had the basket that he found that his father saw somebody checking uh, yep. on the Mitchell Canal there. Yep. Um, See him covering it up with... Yeah. Bull with rushes. bull rushes and stuff, so he, he we took a canoe out and went out and saw and saw what it was, and sh sure enough, it was it was baskets of fish um, that these guys had planned two days worth of fish. You guys had yeah, planned, they went, they had, um, it was last the next two day. day, right? Yeah. That's uh, crazy. So, unfortunately, they didn't get they they were removed. Uh, if I think it would would have been a lot bigger, and if they would have caught them red-handed, if they would have just you know sat something somebody on there to watch these baskets and wait for these guys to come get them, one hundred percent. But uh, everybody knew who it was, and they actually weren't at the meeting um, that night because uh, I was at that meeting, and um, yeah, I made a classic. <laughs> 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 uh, I was at that meeting, and uh, they actually showed up in the morning. Nobody had nobody had said anything to them or anything, and. Uh, they put their boat in, and they were getting just getting ready to uh, do a check-in. And Jordan uh, and Jared pulled up on them and said, "You know, you guys better get out of here." 
And they did. They put their trailer, that boat on the trailer, and they took off, and they never came back. Yeah, because you look at Gerard and Jarrett, and they were like, that was in their golden years, too. They were yeah. hammering, 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 but those guys were doing it legit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Out there throwing a black jig nonstop, pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Now, these guys roll in and start taking away first place, first place, first mm-hmm. place from them. Yep. Right? Cost them a lot of money. Yeah. They're lucky they the got off part, of They didn't that. even win Rice Lake, and they cheated. <laughs> well, <laughs> right? yeah. let, so this is considered fraud. So, if, like, these guys are probably facing jail time. Oh, yeah, it's a criminal offense. Yeah, it's a criminal yeah. offense. It's theft. Yeah. It's fraud. So what's crazy about it is how far this went in the mainstream media. Like, every news outlet on the planet. TMZ, buddy. TMZ, yeah. Howard Stern, <laughs> CBC. It was on our local news, national news. I couldn't believe how many people messaged me this week, you know, buddies that aren't in the fishing and like, hey, like this really flip your industry upside down or what? Or, oh, this is how it works. Like you weigh fish. Like, oh, that's cool. I get it now. If I was just like you went out and caught big fish or the most fish or whatever, like it's. Mm-hmm. So is there any positives as an industry we can take away from this or is it all just a black shadow? No, I think I think there's going to be some positive because people are going to pay attention to it. Yep. Now all of a sudden, oh, there's fit. They do. They're doing these tournaments. So let's check out these tournaments. See what this is all about. People are already looking into it for being curious. Yeah. So, no, I think it's. I think it has adverse effects. I think it's good for the tournament, kind of, as people are gonna that may think of being dishonest will now think, okay, there's gonna be some huge repercussions if I get caught here. So, oh, I'm not even. Well, you don't want you don't want to be a runyon. No, you don't want to be a runyon. Don't be a runyon. No, like there's definitely guys that will definitely think twice about cheating ever again. Oh yeah. And like I have no patience for anybody that's into that. Like I would be I would be pretty upset if I was at that event and I was second place. Well, we were event. we were down at the Franny Cup and we had that video within a half an hour of it happening. Wow. Right? And I'm standing around. We all watched it together, and I stopped, and I looked at the boys. I said, well, there goes my plan for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the power of social media is really something. Oh, it's crazy. News travels. Mm-hmm. Like, anyways, it's crazy, but I'm telling you right now, Jacob and Chase, you're lucky you didn't have a yellow tech on there with the footage. Yeah, yeah. So what? You guys go on yellowtech.ca, type in tech, T-A-K-15, courtesy of Chase and Jacob, you're going to get a discount now. There you <laughs> so, go. Yeah. <laughs> type it in. Yellowtech.ca. You know, well, maybe maybe that's an answer. You know, everything is uh, on film. Same time, though, what's to stop me from walking up, stopping my GoPro? You can't second. have a stop. It, it runs off. Your, the Yolotech is power. Non-stop, constant, mm-hmm. yeah. constant not changing video batteries. footage. No changing batteries, no running out of power. Yeah, like you can see the whole boat from right there, from start to finish, and and it and it t- it'll tell you if it stops. I'm a huge supporter of this idea. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah so, so who who well, foots who foots this? Who who supplies? Do you, does that? Do you so have, so have, this to have it? So first off, every boat in Bass Elites has Yellow Tech on. It. Yes, they do. Yeah. Everyone. So they, and yeah. they don't touch them. They don't. You don't touch the cameras. It's bad. You know. You do it. So. I don't know, but like I actually said this before this whole situation came up. I said to somebody, I've run my Yolo Tech all the time because then there's never a doubt. Like someone's like, hey, like, not that I've, dude, I'm not good enough to freaking. I know, nobody's, nobody's gonna get my me point. Like seven pounds. No, but you get yeah. my point. But that one day, right, you know what? I finally like put it together because I've actually got some time on the water and I'm, no one can ever, yeah, here, here it is. I never got up once. Here's eight hours of footage. Go through it. Yeah. You know? It's covered. Like if I was, so here, when you're on top, as you know, Mark, 
No matter what you're doing, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I know people there. If you, if, I need a minute to laugh. Right? I need a minute. When, so when you're on top in any any sport, for example, people are always trying to take it away from you. Yep. That guy's cheating. He's doing something wrong. That race car's got a cheater motor in it. You know, this guy did this. This guy did that. That guy's on roids because he can throw a football that much better. Everyone always tries to take away the hard work. Like, um, I think I'll use, uh, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong on this, and I'm going to drop names, Mike Williams and Dwayne Jacobs. Was it like three years ago, those guys had fantastic season? Yes. Yeah, they, I think yeah, they, got they, called out. they got called out a couple times. Yeah. I mean, dude, those guys can fish. The Johnsons got called out. The Johnsons get called out. Yeah. Like, Dwayne and Mike, dude, two nicest guys on the planet. They literally know those lakes. Like, they're guides. Like, they can catch fish. Like, you know what I mean? Chris and Corey, they get accused cheating. They did all the time, mm-hmm. right? Dude, the guys can outfish 99%, if not every single person in the country at all times, right? Like, it's... I'm that point with zero one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my point. Like, somebody's always trying to beat you down when you're on top. That's true. That's so, true. the more people are calling you out, I think the better you're doing sometimes. I, I really think the only the only answer to it is is constant video footage. Yeah. It doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. So how many people do you think will just start filming themselves now just to have this protection? Stop an accusation. Well, I don't think Why everybody you? has to worry about that. Especially you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's let's back up then. The protesting. So the metal detector doesn't go off. It's someone still like we can't just start gutting every fish. No. What is the right answer here? We still have to do our part as anglers for conservation. Like nothing's gonna be worse than when you're like, that fish doesn't weigh six pounds. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. And you're the tournament okay, director. Okay, so, so for the and people out there that don't tournament you, fish, it, to, to put in a protest is something that you have to go to the tournament director, fill out paper, put in a, a cash deposit, and if the protest comes back uh, good, then you get your money back. If it comes back not good, you lose your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's basically to make sure that before you do a protest, you're not you're dead serious, you feel like you got a case, so you don't waste everybody's time. Because same time, even if... I accused you, Mark, of cheating, and you didn't, and you got proved that you didn't. It's still, it's not fun for anybody. No, right? it's not. So what I'm saying is, there's a skinny six-pounder here, and I'm going, Sean, that thing doesn't weigh six pounds. They're like, well, it does. Scale says it does. And I'm like, no, nope, I'm protesting. The only answer is to cut that. As a tournament director, you gut that fish. I just got a nice six-pound fish. There was nothing in it. I just killed a good fish. What, like, what are the answers here? How are we going to police this and force this? Why can't we just go back to people being good, moral people? How whenever there's money involved, you guys you take that chance. Yeah, that's it, eh? Yeah. What, what? I don't know the answers, but I'm. I definitely don't want us to drop this subject. I think you know, as the winter goes on, we should check in with tournament directors and see like what are they thinking, how are they going to do this. I, you know, I want to follow this. Yeah. You know, I yeah, want to be something to see. So I'll give you another example on. Uh, it's not just weights. So back in the kayak, one of the kayak events a few years ago. We actually had somebody. So when you do these kayak events, you have a measuring board. So you can't measure, you can't submit anything under 12 inches. Well, this gentleman actually cut his board down and glued it back together. I heard about that last year. Two, three years, like two years, three years ago. Yeah, like with COVID, we lost two years. So it it, could be three or four years ago. So first off, (laughs) it it wasn't in the OKBT. They were on a really tight ship over there. Yep. They have really good judges, John and Paul. They don't screw around with that stuff. Yep. It was in a different organization. And I'm not saying that they did anything wrong because they caught this guy. So yep. they were on a tight ship too, but this guy got caught. And 
So they disqualify him from all events and stuff. But what I'm saying is, like, people are going to every length, no pun intended, to literally win. Right. Well, like, how how much less confidence can you have in yourself to think, okay, every time I go, I'm going to need this board (laughs) (laughs) that shaves an inch off everything or adds an inch on everything? Like, I always said, like, uh, thieves. Someone steals. So someone's, you know, stole my snowmobile as a kid. I was so devastated. We were so devastated, me and my brothers. And it's like, how could you get on that sled and ride it every day knowing you took it from somebody? Like, get a job like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Buy your stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's crazy. God made all kinds, my man. Yeah, they did. Yes, they sure did. That's why we have a police force. Yeah. So. Where my hat? See my hat? Is that? Toronto police. Toronto police. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, I just... Hey, like I said, T-E-K-15, tech15, yellowtech.ca. Yeah. Check yourself, kids. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. With that, With that though, with that, there's there's a cost, right? If the tournaments had to bring that in, it's, it's just like saying you got to have a live well on your boat. Yep. You have you, to have you, a stick now, and you have to have a camera. You have to have a stick and you have to have a camera and you have to submit your card at the end of the day. Yeah. If chosen. <clears throat> if chosen, yeah. yeah. So yeah. What, I know what you can do with that too is, so... On the kayak tournaments for the pitchers, you have to have an identifier. You don't get that identifier till like 9 p.m. the night before. That's so nobody right. can take a picture yep. in daylight with a fish caught yesterday. Mm-hmm. Give it an identifier the morning of the tournament. They got to hold it up in front of the camera to prove that that's the day. That's the day, yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep right? for sure. Even though, and footage is usually timestamped, but hey, there's ways around all that stuff. So it's a good idea. Yeah, we we may have to enforce it in the Tin Boat Championship. There you go. <laughs> what am I called? Uh, the Tin Boat Championship may need cameras because I think it's going to get pretty extreme out yeah, there. I'm looking forward to that. Are you fishing it, buddy? I'm going to win it. We're going to cut it. Call Actually, it. This what is, are we going to call it? What are you going to call it? Well, here's what I was thinking though. I was like, I really want to fish it, but then I'm like, I really want to run a camera boat and make sure we get like some unbelievable footage. Like I almost wouldn't mind emceeing the event. You got to fish it. I think we should call it the Cutoff Cup. The cutoff cup. <laughs> the tin cup. Yeah. Tin cup. The tin cup. Tin cup. I think we should have a show and shine the night before everyone brings their boat. And we you can bring the chromer? Oh, yeah. You can bring the chromer? Like, meet at like, the local <laughs> marina restaurant. We'll like, line all the tin boats up for a photo. Oh, this, thing, this thing's getting bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be huge. We've got to pick a date, too. My schedule's filling up. Yeah. Yeah, the OKBT kayak series was announced. We have John on here in a little bit, and it's freaking badass. Yeah. Yeah, I already got divorced last night when I gave my wife all the dates. Really? Your yeah. wife's single now? I'm going to be gone all summer. Really? She's like, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? She's like, I don't give a shit. Your wife could move in with my wife. <laughs> there you go. Actually, they sponsored this show, too. Leanne Crowther's Beauty Real Estate. Give her a call. You get a discount on buying a house right now. 15%? <laughs> Do you legit? Is it like the YOLO tech discount? 15 points? Or what? <laughs> I don't think there's that many points in it. But, <laughs> so, but anyways, yeah. This, this is this, It's crazy. So that's it, you know. Well, I got a, I got a really good story. Let's hear it. Well, everybody knows that I was uh, headed down to Alabama to go and uh, pre-practice. How does everybody know? Everybody knows. Everybody who, <laughs> lists, everybody who listens to this. Yeah, ev- yeah, everybody who listens. I was heading down to Alabama to go pre-practice on uh, Lake Pickwick with Danny McGarry, our national yep. contender. We were going down there for a week, and on the way home, we were going to stop in Nashville. I don't remember you asking for holidays. <laughs> <laughs> on the way home, we were going to stop in Nashville for a couple of days, so... For the week getting up to it, we did uh, all kinds of work on Danny's boat. Put all new, uh, all new Garmin units on it. Put the uh, Garmin Force on it. Uh, Sweet. Ran new, new fuse blocks, new power. 
um, power poles, did the whole deal on his boat, right? So we uh, we spent a few days working on that. Uh, we were going to leave on the Thursday, but we ended up taking one more day just to dial the boat in, get it all tight, get it all perfect. And uh, so we ended up leaving uh, at 2 a.m. Friday morning yep. at my place. So we uh, we hit the road. We're jacked. We're, we boogie. We're, uh, we're headed down. We're going across the border um, in uh, Windsor, Detroit. Okay. So we get, we get there. And as we're rolling up to the, uh, to the gates, I'm, I'm always, I'm pretty observant at the border, right? I'm looking around, looking around. We rolled up to one, there was one car in front of us. He went through after a few minutes and then the arm came down to stop us from going in. So we're just sitting there and I'm watching everybody and it's taken unusually longer because usually you roll up to the border in under three minutes. Oh yeah. You're through. Yeah, for sure. And we sat at this gate for 15 minutes before it raised back up. And wait, was there a car still in front of you? No, no. It was empty. So something else is going on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're sitting there and I'm watching and it was like five minutes of vehicle. And I'm like, something's not right. So uh, the gate finally comes up. We roll up to this uh, to this uh, real nice U.S. border guard. Good morning, sir. How are you? And he just stares blankly at us, like with a girl on his face. So no, no response. Wh- why do they do that? Well, they they try this intimidation they they tactics, can. right? But like, is that like in their training? Like, <clears throat> yeah, hey, yeah. Let's intimidate. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's part of it to see if they can make you nervous. Sometimes yeah. you get an awesome one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've had many, many awesome times. ones. Yeah. Yeah. I've had right? more good ones than bad ones. Yeah, I've had yeah. a lot of bad ones. Yeah, they don't like me. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've had a. It's because your hat's crooked and because my beard's horrible. <laughs> so so this border guard, he's we roll up. Where are you going? Well, sir, we're going down to Alabama. We're going fishing. You're going all the way to Alabama just to go fishing. Yes, sir. You're really going fishing. Well, we got a 20-foot bass boat on the back of the truck. Like, you don't just rip around with that for fun, you know. And he's, he looks at Danny. He's like, you ever been in trouble at the border? Danny's like, the last time I came down, I got to... Uh, because he was our national contender last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody remembers the story of Danny going down. And they turned him away. Yeah. Well, he when he was going down to the Derby, he couldn't cross the border. But he could fly down. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So he ended up having to, to get a boat. Somebody lent him a boat down there. And he ended up fishing. But anyway, so uh, he, he he tells the guard, he's like, yeah, I got, uh, I got returned uh, the last time I was here going through down to the same kind of deal. I'm the national contender. And no response from the guy and he's then he started asking us a bunch of other questions about work and where we lived and how much money we have on us then he he looks at me and he's like uh you ever been arrested i'm like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah haven't you (laughs) (laughs) you know he's like uh what happened there well i got i got arrested when i was 18 years old yeah right haven't been arrested since yeah right i I don't like getting arrested (laughs) that's a good thing (laughs) that's not my thing right i'd rather go fishing Man, if HR is listening to this, we're screwed. <laughs> we're gonna need a third host for next you know? week. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, this guy—he just had this look on his face, and my stomach turned. Right? I'm like, oh man. He looks at Danny. He's like, you vaccinated? And he's like, yeah. And the guy never said anything to me. Never asked me. Okay. You don't ask, I don't tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. So he's like, you guys got to go into secondary. So we're like, no problem. So we roll around into this uh, this uh, stretch where they park us. There was eight border guards, four on each side of us, right? Four on, two at the truck, and then 
two on each side of the boat, right? There's eight of them. Yeah. They open the doors. Leave your leave your phone on the dash. No problem. Here you go. Hop out. Morning, guys. No response. Like, okay. It's going to be that kind of day. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm looking at Danny, and I'm just like, I roll my eyes, and I'm like, okay. Right? This is going down. So we walk in. We walk into the... Uh, we walk into the office. We go to sit down. The guy's like, I'll take you two right here. Okay. Walk up. Hand him our paperwork. He looks at Danny. He's like, uh, you vaccinated? Danny's like, yes, sir. You got proof? He's like, on my phone and my truck, I do. So go get it. Danny turns around. The guy looks at me. He's like, what about you? I said, am I vaccinated? He's like, yes. I said, no, sir, I'm not. He's like, you're unvaccinated? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm unvaccinated. I'm trying to have a, a kid with my wife, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we 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 made a choice, right? Which is ultimately, you feel, is your decision. Yeah, yeah, for right? sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. care if you're vaccinated or no, you're vaccinated. Whatever, I, that's all I, between I your own business. I, as far as I'm concerned, it's yeah, your own business. I don't care, right? Yeah. I don't care. So he's like, you're not vaccinated? I'm like, no, sir, I'm not. He's like, well, somebody's going home today. I said, well... Can he still go through if he's got proof? I said, perfect. I said, because, you know, this trip's for yeah. him, yeah. right? I'm just going along to make sure the kid eats, make sure all the vehicles work, yeah. make sure the boat gets plugged in at night. I'm yeah. there for support, right? Yeah. Keep him busy. Like, we weren't doing a lot of fishing. That wasn't the plan. No. Like, the when the when this kid goes and, and pre-practices, he drives and scans and marks and very little fishing. He's breaking the body of water down. Right, it's not about yep. going out and finding fish now when he's going there a month from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do what these kids do. Right. No, it's a lot of time. So, I think he did yeah. fifty hours of scanning. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, man, no problem. I'll uh, I'm gonna have a seat. So I sit down. Danny comes back in and shows him his paperwork. And the guy's like, okay. He's like, here you go. You're going back, and you can go through. Danny's like. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, you can't come? I'm like, it's no big deal, bud. He's like, you want me to drive you home? I'm like, kid, <laughs> yeah. you're going to drive me another five and a half hours home to come five and a half, half hours, hours back? back? You're going to lose a whole day. Yeah. I said, you're going to take me right now over to that Enterprise car rental right there, Yeah. and I'm going to rent myself a vehicle, Yeah. and I'm going to drive myself home. Yeah. Right? So I, I hopped in the uh, I hopped to the out of the rental place, got myself a rental, and uh, they like, give you like a smart car or something. No, no, no. <laughs> I just he, see you bobbing. He it. Oh, oh, don't even driving down yeah, the road. Yeah. No, don't no. even get me started on rentals. <laughs> don't even no. get me started on rental cars. There, I've been at Enterprise more in the last three months than I have been in my own house. Right. They know you by name there. Big time. Anyways, keep right. going. Sorry. So I, I get a rental and I, I throw all my rods and gear in and I and I book it home. Disappointed was my word of the day. Disappointed. That's right. I call, you called me that day. What's on? Just disappointed. Yeah, just disappointed. Disappointed. Not right. angry. Just disappointed. Just disappointed. What, what <laughs> the word you really, really what are you going to me? What are you going <laughs> to do? So, but the when, when we went back, the border guard, the Canadian border guard, he says, "Huh, something must be going on over there. You're the second guy today, and we haven't seen this in a while." Yeah. When Danny came back last weekend, the girl at the border said, "Yeah, something was going on. They sent like 30 people home that day." Really? Yeah, yeah. They were doing some kind of blitz. They're pissed off that we're lift, lifting our 
That for sure. Yeah, yeah. right. But yeah. you pick the absolute worst border to go to. Well, hey, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not the yeah. guy that goes down there fishing all the time. Yeah. Danny, Danny's got the border. He's like, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And I just, I'm like, okay, kid. Yeah. Right. Make the decision, and I roll with you. Right. Yeah. For I'm sure. Just, I'm just there for support. So I come home, and uh, I talk to Christoph to Tosco, right, the Polish prince. And uh, he's like, you know what would make this all better? I'm like, what, Chris? What would make this all better? He's like, if we went fishing. <laughs> I'm like, you think? He's like, yeah. He's like, let's go fishing. I said, you know what, Chris? I'll tell you this right now. I said, pick a lake. I don't care where it is. I said, and we'll go at the crack of stupid, and we'll be up there for daybreak, and we will fish all day. And He's like, I can pick the lake. I'm like, pick the lake. He's like, Lake of Bays. I'm like, Boom, let's go. Lake of Bays is like three hours from me, right? Yeah, yeah. He's pre-fishing. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was. Yeah, he was pre-fishing. He, <laughs> he had, he had his, uh, his, uh, his uh, classic for his club uh, this weekend. It didn't do him much good. Well, it did good for Tony. <laughs> yeah, it did. Right? So, anyway, so me and Chris, we go up to Lake of Bays, right? We take my boat, we go up there, and, and, and I'm live scoping fish. And Chris is like, what are you doing? He's like, we don't use our live scope like this. I'm like, well, this is how you do it. See, people yeah. use it. Like, remember when Corey was in the studio? People use it differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I use it like, oh, freaking love live scope. Yeah. To me, it's not like it makes, I just love using it. Like, I freaking love, especially jigging, like, yeah, anything yeah. like that. If they, any, everyone, people like, I get so mad when people are like, oh, we should ban it. No, no, no. You just, like, guys, it's actually affordable now. Yeah. You can, like, well, first off, you can buy a first gen pan optics transducer like literally for peanuts anywhere used you can buy the lvs 32 is going black box for the lvs 12 right exactly lvs 32 is affordable now they're used everywhere lvs 30 guys like this you guys are buying freaking 100 million dollars in megabass every year just buy yourself a live scope and join the party oh yeah mm -hmm. that's it yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah come on so so we we go live scoping and uh we we, we catch a ton of fish like we let them up yeah. we had a great day yeah and then uh, we go into this one back bay. He's like, okay, I want to check this one spot. He's like, we're going to pull up to this point. He's like, there's going to be a tree in the water, and in that tree live a bass and a pike, their roommates. I'm looking at him. <laughs> I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm like, what do you know that Is I don't know? Is this how they do this in Poland? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what What are you talking about? He's like, trust me. Trust me. Just trust me. He's like, if there, if there was ever a time to trust me, he's like, it's right now. We roll up. He skips a Sanko in. This bass comes screaming out, eats his Sanko. What comes out is just sits there looking at the bass. The pike. The pike. The pike. He's like, look, there's a pike. And I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I'm like, that is something else, bud. Something else. You're something special. I don't know what you are, but you're something special. That is a cool story. Yeah, yeah. So he mm -hmm. calls Tony. He calls Tony right away. He's like, he's like, yeah, they're still there. He's like, should I collect the rent? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's well, funny. Yeah, so on the way home... I uh, I dropped Chris off and I, I met him in Lindsay, and uh, as I dropped Chris off, Phil Haggerty gives me a call. He's like, uh, "What are you doing this week?" I said, "Well, I was supposed to be out of town, but now I'm in town." He's like, "Well, it's good you're in town because I'm would like to fish the Franny Cup, and Stephen can't fish it with me this year. Like they're just so smoked with work." And, yeah. You know, they're going down to the, uh, was it either the Pan American or the Worlds? I think they're going to the Worlds in a couple of weeks. Yep. You know, and for them both to be off work, like. Yeah, they got a, they got a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Phil, like, Phil really likes fishing Franny, and they're they're really good down there, the two of them. Yeah. 
And uh, me and Phil, we're good buddies, right? I he, love, he's I love a great Phil. dude. He's a I dude. love yeah. Phil. I like Phil too. <clears throat> so he's uh, he's he says I'm going to give you a couple of days to think about it, and I'm like, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm there. He's like, well, yeah. well, you're gonna you're gonna have to ask your wife. I'm like, no, man, you don't understand. I'm not supposed to be here this week, and she was planning on keeping the house clean all week, no messes. And if I'm gone, equals no messes. She'll be happy. <laughs> it's a win-win. For, this is a win-win situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's a win-win. Situation. Yeah. She was probably more devastated you were coming back than you were. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what? They didn't let you send them through. <laughs> yeah. Get a coyote. Go yeah. through the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so Phil and I, we we hook up on uh, we hook up on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday evening. We drive down, and uh, we got down there, and uh, we got right into the drinks. Right. No, yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, we got rid of the drinks. <laughs> we had a few drinks. We had a nice meal. It was aw- it was awesome. We we hung out with a bunch of the guys. Like Steak, Jasper, Jasper and Pro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, we went to a really nice uh, Italian place, and you don't go to the Italian place and have a steak. You go to the Italian place, and you got the past. Then why'd you say yeah when I said steak? No, because did he uh, not say yes? I said you have a steak, and he, he said yeah. Somebody, else, somebody else had some a steak. Quinoa oh, okay. or something. No, Jasper had a steak. Okay. No, Jasper had lasagna that night. Jasper had a steak. Another, another night. We had dinner every night. Wow. But anyway. Like so, you said, the, the drinks were flowing. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were flowing real good. Lost them that week. So anyway, we uh, we get out the next morning, Thursday morning, for pre-prac, or for pre-fish. So we're going to have two days. So we, we get out on the water, the first spot, and uh, I hop on the back of the boat, open up the thing. I'm grabbing out some baits, fill boats, a fish, first drop, lets it go. I'm like, holy Phil. He pulls up another one. Before I even had, he had two fish in the boat before yeah. I even got my line in the water. I'm like, right on. He's like, all right, we're going to our next spot. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we tour around. We're checking out a bunch of stuff. And uh, we uh, we were running across this one spot. It said seven feet. And we took the skag off. Oh. With the skag, when the skag come off, it ripped off the side of the lower unit. <sighs> so all the gear oil, boom, gone, gone. right away. And, uh, the the when the side ripped off, it hit the prop and came back toward the boat and cut off the side scan transducer. <laughs> cut it oh, clean. Oh no! Cut it clean. Gone. <laughs> right. So we hit this thing. Boom! 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 I'm like, shut her down. He shuts her down. We hop up. He's like, I smell gear oil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> we smell gear oil. He puts her up. I'm like, oh yeah. I said, uh, we're probably gonna need a tow. We both pull out our phones and we're on our phone right away. Yeah. Right. Uh, Joey, uh, Joey, 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 no, Joey, no? Sis, Joey and Joey, Joey, uh, yeah. Joey, Joey T and Joey. Yeah. 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 Great, Joey, great guys. Yeah. Yeah. Joey, Joey's amazing. In like not even 10 minutes, I would say he comes bombing across the lake. Stephen called him. Right. And he comes bombing across the lake. He's like, "Hey, boys, <laughs> need a lift? Got a sail on toes today?" We're like, "We're like, oh yeah." So, so he ties us up and spends an hour dragging us back in. An hour out of his day pre-fishing. Yeah. Joey and Joey were up for team of the year, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and they, uh, for him to take time out of his day, he's a he's a beauty. Those See, guys are awesome. Smart guys that know what goes around yeah. comes around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they so, need to tell. One so day. we uh, we were looking for a bottom end. We're on the phone with all kinds of people. You cannot get a lower unit for that Merc 300 until October 27th, right? So we're like, oh, no. So Phil calls DT. 
Now, this this is another whole thing with being sponsored and having a good relationship with your sponsors and going out of out of your way for your sponsors. Now, let's also let everybody know how far DT is from where you were. Okay, so we're in Cornwall, Ontario, which is all the way out uh, at the end of Ontario by Montreal. And we have to go to Uxbridge, which is north of Whitby, right? So we are five hours. Easily. Right? Yeah. So... Phil calls DT and they say it's for Phil Haggerty. He needs a lower, lower end. He's got to be on the water. He's got a derby this weekend. And uh, Greg at DT's like, go pull the one off that boat right there and have it ready when he gets here. And you're, and the, and the mechanic said that he would stay like they closed, I think, at five o'clock. Yeah. Quarter after seven, re rolled in. The mechanic was there waiting for us. That is awesome. That is awesome. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable what these guys did for us. So the mechanic, we rolled in at quarter after seven. By quarter, oh, yeah, on the way home or on the way back to DT to get the lower unit fixed, we uh, blew a trailer tire <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> You're having a good day. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. me and Phil changed. We were talking to Moose on the phone on the way back, right? We blow this tire. We're in the uh, left-hand lane. Boom, we feel it. Both of us look out the passenger side window. I'm like, blew a tire. Feels like, boom, on the side of the road. If it was more than five minutes before we were back on the road, but that tire changed. So it was just a tire, no bearing, no other problem. No, just tire. tire. Okay. Tire, smoke the tire. Yeah. We had that tire changed, lickety split. I said, Moose, we'll call you back. We blew a tire. When I called back Moose, he's like, "Uh, so you guys okay? Uh, You need help or what? We're like, no, we're done. He's like, what? Yeah. He's like, no way. Yeah. That was like my old man, dude. I, I like, like, oh, dude, the guy's like, when you got a system down, you've been there, you got her down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I pulled out the tools. Phil cracked the nuts. Yeah. I grabbed the block, threw it on the thing, hopped in the truck, backed it up. See, Phil keeps a six by six with a 45 cut on it. So you can back up on it. You can back up because it's a dual axle, dual axle trailer. You know what? I'm putting one of those in my truck tomorrow now. Just Uh, for him saying that, like the snowmobile trailers, boat trailer, like everything done. Dude, it's, it's, it's. Just lifts it right up. Yeah. Yeah. Crack, crack the bolts. Yeah. Driver back. Yep. Lickety split. Yep. So when we got back to DT, it was quarter after seven at night on, uh, on, uh, Thursday. And uh, by quarter to eight, we'd swapped out the spare tire because Stephen's boat was in the shop there yep. getting work mm-hmm. done. We took Stephen's spare tire off his boat, put it, the, it for a spare on our boat. Yep. Right? Um, swapped out the lower unit, water tested it, and we were gone by 7.45 on the, on the way back to Cornwall. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We got back in Cornwall at uh, 12.30. And uh, had a couple of drinks, you know, just to celebrate <laughs> our, our victory. Well, I, I told Phil, I said, Phil, this is our theme song. And I put on that T-Pain. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Right? That's, that's <laughs> you ever what heard we, that song? <laughs> yeah, that's, yes, I've heard it. <laughs> that, that's, that's what we woke up to the next morning I think, to go pre-fish. And Phil was just like, you're amazing. So how would you guys do? Uh, we, we, had, uh, we had a pretty solid pre-fish. Um, we found him shallow. We found him deep. Right. Yep. So we wanted both fish. We uh, we uh, day one we sat on our shallow fish for a little bit too long. Phil thinks uh, he, he's like we sh- we should have pushed off early. 
Uh, we should have went went deep early because when we went out deep, it was bang, bang, bang. Yeah. But we didn't have very long deep, and we ended up with uh, eighteen and a half, eighteen fifty six. I think we so brought it. Nice. That yeah, guy, yeah. those Phil and Steven are small mouth like curious man. Oh, oh yeah, they dude. Are. Yeah. If you dude. get a chance to fish with those guys, you take it. I have learned. Oh, that that was it. I got to go and spend five days in a boat with Phil Haggerty. Yeah. It's sold. <laughs> you know, I've I've learned so much fishing with Phil. Yeah. Right. Just and and he slowed me down a lot. Right, he's I know. he's I need he slow slowed down. me right down. Like now, my trolling motor barely goes above three. I'm not a, you know, unless you're chasing. Yeah, right? that's a different deal. But when you're out searching and you're just trying to sneak through, just fishing slow and methodical, like he's he slowed me right down. And some of the other things he does, like I, I've seen a, I've seen some of his tricks. Nothing I'll let out of the bag. No, I, and you shouldn't. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh. You can tell me after. Him and, Steve, <laughs> him, him and Steven are pretty smart cats. Oh, I know. They're pretty smart. Uh, their results speak for themselves, man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And and, they're good and guys the, off the water, And the too. memory, because he, he looks at the waypoints. He can look at his waypoints, and he can tell you what's what's there, Yeah, what's going on, when they fished it, how they did there, whether the spot's good for a day, whether it's good for two days, whether it reloads, reloads. This is the time of year to fish that. It's insane, the amount of knowledge the guy knows. If I'm correct, I feel like I remember they're not like... They haven't been doing tournaments a whole, like a long, long time, ha- Dude. Ha- or have they been doing no, it forever? I think it was like 2010. Yeah, that's what I'm tournament. saying. Like I thought I heard that when you were talking about them on. And another they were podcast. B one team of the year. They got the rings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, there, yeah. there's a few people like that. Like even like um, like Tim from Hernandez only been fishing tournaments since like 2015 or something, right? Like there's lots of guys that just when you figure it out. Okay, forget. There's so many good anglers that don't tournament fish. Period out there. Yeah, yep. tons. Like I know. Like my brother is a stick man. My brother can catch anything. So He's can Sean's brother, right? With a stick. Well, yeah, my brother. No, but you get my point. Even though. Have a rod. You get my point though. Like, there's yep. just guys that just aren't in the tournament fishing. Which a ton of the guys that listen to this show are not in the tournament fishing, and yep. we talk about a lot. But the point being is, like, it'd be there's a lot of guys out there that you know <laughs> they can make a fool out of us. A lot of us, if they not just them. guys either. Girls, yeah. yeah. We got some impressive women fishing now. Yes, we do. Impressive, what they can do, their skill sets and stuff. So. That's awesome. No, that's that's a that's a crazy week. So, I think we're gonna kind of stick on this theme as we're talking. You know, we're gonna go from the bass boat lower ends. And I want to dip into a little bit of some of this uh, kayak stuff. And you know what's funny? I know not everybody's into it. But there's a ton of people that are getting into this sport. It's huge right now. There's a ton of people that are interested and want to know more. And we're gonna give John Dean a call from the OKBT, and I think he's actually gonna announce their schedule tonight on this show. Oh wow! Uh, so let's give him a call here now. Sweet. John Dean, how's it going, buddy? Uh, pretty good, Kyle. How are you? Oh, not too bad. I'm just sitting here with Mark and Sean, as you know. We're on the CanCast podcast. And uh, we were talking about, um, you know, the OKBT and kayak fishing and just, you know, where the sport's going. And uh, I personally consider you one of the pioneers of the sport in Canada, especially for bringing it to the, you know, the provincial tournament level that you have done it. And uh, we just wanted to kind of you know, check in and see what's in store for you guys and how this last year went and what's going on in the world of kayak fishing. Oh, well. That's a loaded question, that's a lot eh? that, yeah. I, I was going to say, yeah, that, that's a lot to get at. Let's break that down a little bit. Uh, All right, so let's let's talk about yeah. this past year. How was it? You guys had some uh, record events. So This past year was, in a, in a word, amazing. Um, we, again, this was our fifth season that we just finished, which was hard to believe to, to start with. 
And, um, you know, we couldn't have asked it to go any better. Uh, again, we saw growth throughout all the events. Yep. We ended up averaging uh, 99 anglers per event over five events this year. Wow. Uh, wow. Which well, is, and what was the record is, turnout? Uh, we broke uh, last year's record, which was a record, and we set it again this year with 112 anglers. How awesome that, is that? Um, that's uh, that's just amazing. That was at Lake St. Clair. So the 112 anglers floating around in rubber tubs. So so five that's years right. you've been going, John. Was there was there opportunities before that, like just on a smaller scale, or was there just nothing to um, tell you stepped up? No, and that's that was part of the problem in in Ontario. They had um, a small, let's say, a small uh, tournament. Uh, I don't even want to say series, but there was this um, Ontario kayak fishing series um, would put on two or three events a year, smaller scale, 20 to 30 anglers come out. It was usually multi-species. It went on for a couple of years. Um, then there was the Border City Classic, uh, which was a one a one day or a two day event down on Lake St. Clair uh, ran by Rich Offner. And it went on for, uh, I want to say six years, I think. Uh, but it hasn't been around for the last four or five and that was about it. And that's sort of how the OKBT came around was there was a number of us that were, you know, sort of dedicated kayak tournament guys. And we found ourselves driving down to New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan on a regular basis to fish events. And we just kind of said, you know, I, you know, enough's enough. And, you know, we're not going to wait for somebody to take the steps. So I jumped in and just, you know, took the reins and knew what we liked in tournaments, knew what we didn't like, knew what worked, what didn't work and tried to put the, you know, the best uh, foot forward. And this is what we've created and uh, seems to be working. So, How many kayaks were at your first event? Can you remember? Uh, if I remember correctly, I think it was 45. And that was still at, pretty good. And that was at Balsam, right? Is that was that, that right? That was Balsam, Balsam Lake and on opening day in June in uh, 2018. Yep. Yeah. It's, wow. it's phenomenal to see like the success story of where, where it's gotten to. And I also want to mention to you and Paul, who were, uh, you know, kind of doing this together. I know you kind of had up a lot of it, but you guys are literally volunteering your time. Correct. You guys have done so much for this sport without taking a dime away from it. And I don't think people, you know, sometimes like any tournament director, you get a hard time on this, mostly praise, but you know what? There's always a few bad apples, but I don't think people realize the amount of hours that go into organizing any event, let alone five of them in you a year. You know, drumming up uh, support through sponsorship and stuff like that. I think John's and done a, just a banging job. So if you look at the sponsors that OKBT has, there's some powerhouses in there. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal job. And everyone also forgets that you're running online events too each month, which are probably more work than anything. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're not, you would think they would be easy, but, uh, they come with their own set of problems. Um, you know, fortunately I have a good uh, support on the back end with our judge who does all of our live and our online events. And, um, she has been with us for, uh, four years now and does a bang up job back there. So it takes a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of that, uh, logistical work off uh, my plate, but, um, yeah, it, uh, so, it becomes a lot of work at times for so sure. Every single submission through a photo is judged by this. Uh, what you, what's her name? What's her name? Why don't you shout out her name? Uh, Joelle Lozon. Nice. And she judges every single submission. She does. Yeah. So you got to awesome. think about how many fish she would see. 
in, in a day. Yeah. Right. Especially yeah. like I know I'm catching a full card every tournament. All these other guys, are, right? So, you know what I'm saying. So it's a what, lot of what, fish. What tournament? What tournaments are yeah, you in? Kyle? Don't worry. I think I got eighth at Kucher of three fish two years ago. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, well, let's put it this way. So we had 12 anglers um, on the water at Lake Saint Clair this year. Uh, nine hours on the water in that nine hour period. Um, 785 fish that day. Wow. So wow. She, she was on her toes. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. So, so it, that's her whole day is just sitting there waiting for these things to come in. She's not doing anything else but sitting, sitting, looking at yep. like a computer screen all day. Uh, good for her. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. So, I want to like say about you know I only made two events this year, just young kids and my wife's new job took weekends and stuff like that. But one thing I've always noticed about these events is that like everybody is so friendly at them, like. Hey, can I help you launch that? Hey, let me drag that. Here's your rods. Hey, let me help you put your, you know, your wheels on your kayak. Like it is. And that's one thing. Like when I went fishing with Tim, I brought Tim down from Geiger Tech to fishing event on St. Clair. And he's like, some guy walks up to us as we're launching. Hey, do you guys want a coffee? Never met the guy in my life. I'm running down and get coffee for everybody here. Like it's just a different atmosphere. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and, yeah. And if, if you're from the boat world, and you and you come over to it. That's probably one of the first things you notice. Yeah, like there, um, there's a ton of great people in the boat world, but it's just mm-hmm. different. Oh, here. oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It, there's a ton of great people. Um, uh, you know, and it's just a different vibe. It's a it's a different atmosphere, like you said. You know, um, you know, the egos aren't there, if I can say that. You can say uh, anything every, you want. You yeah, know, everybody's yeah. everybody's there for a reason, and you know, the reason is to compete in the event. But as a secondary and even a primary reason for a lot of people is to go out and have a great day on the water and have fun. Oh yeah, for Re- sure. Realistically, and- John, what if somebody wanted to get into this? Not I'm not talking like rods and and and, and lures and stuff like that. But if they wanted a rig that would that would mm-hmm. do them, get them out there. What kind of budget mm-hmm. are they looking at? Like I'm, I'm sure you can spend tens of thousands, but what is like a a good number for a base to to get into this? Well, if you want it to get into it and you want it to be serious at fishing, um, you know, not just your, you know, your cottage paddle, uh, you would still be looking at, you know, on a new kayak and then you want, you would want to go with a pedal so your hands are free. So you're not wasting time paddling. You can fish all the time. You know, you you could probably set yourself up ready to go um, with basic electronics and a kayak and, you know, be ready to go for you know, under four. So I can find use packages out there a lot less than that for sure. So I fished my first event on an old kayak I had for duck hunting, a Pelican Catch 120. And, and absolutely nothing wrong with that. And it, yeah, so I think retail on it's around a thousand bucks. Yep. And I went out and did it and I had a bad day until the end. I figured, because I, and I went in there, it was on Seymour. I had so much confidence I was going to do well because I do well on that lake, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing I know is like when I'm not, when I had my bass boat at that time, when you're, it was a whole different style of fishing, right? I like everything changed from line management to how you're casting to covering water. And I was so freaking frustrated. It was pouring rain then too. And I remember calling my wife like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> but as I was watching everybody, like I remember this Richard Offner paddled past me on his Hobie with his paddles, like blew by me. And he's looking at his like 12 inch, you know, electronics. And I'm like, I want to be that guy. Like, I don't like, and this, and this was like midday. And I'm like, 
I'm not going to give up on this. And I actually ended up selling the boat because, you know, I used the money for their stuff. And I called John. Like, I've been talking about it for a while. John let me try his Hobie, and I went out and bought one and, and whatever. And I actually recently sold it. I got some other plans for a kayak next year. But it's different than what people think. Like, it will humble you. There is some amazing sticks in this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like we were talking about earlier, guys, on the show, like, guys who don't fish, like, there is some, I mean, guys that can fish. Like, it's crazy. So, I, I yeah, know a couple of guys that went from fishing boats to fishing well, kayaks. Chris Sosko yeah. is one of them. Yeah. yeah. The guy loves it. And he loves it. Loves it. Loves it. Yeah. Loves it. Because now he's he's gone in a heartbeat. Yeah. Did he win the anywhere. first event he was in? I think he did, yeah. Did he, John? Chris won the first event he was in, right? He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, led weight. You know, I told him that. I told him that's the only one he's going to be given, and after yeah. that, he's going to have to work for him. So. Yeah, no, it's 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 truly like really something, and I think too, as we're going to see the price of, it costs a lot of money to run a boat. Mm-hmm. This is a great way, like the amount of people. So, like in this series, John, we have everybody from full-on custom trailers with rod pods and toolboxes and lights, the whole nine yards, to guys car topping on their Honda Civic. You yep. can literally and do this, whatever your budget. It, and it's like a bass tournament. You got a guy in the old 1980s Ranger, and you got a guy in the brand new one with the Merc and the poles and all that. Like, it really, yeah. you can get into this exactly. anyway, you know? John, you is know, it true that you can uh, you, you can fish an area, then pull out, then go somewhere else, and then yes, go back you can. in? Yes, you can. You can trailer. Yeah. yeah. As in the boat world, you guys call it trailering. Yeah. yeah. You can you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So road running. So That's cool. Yep. Well, well, Chris Tatoxco's got a kayak for sale right now. Yeah, I really think that you should buy it, Sean. Uh, no, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. No. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Well, that was quick. <laughs> see, John's like the fence. See, see how fast these things go. John can sell yeah. anything on the planet in the fishing world. Oh, I'm yeah. really. I know we've said it a million times, John, that we're going to get out, and we and we never end up doing it. But I would really, really love. So to get there. I would challenge you guys to come to the first event next year because it won't conflict with anything you guys are doing. All right, well, right, John. Let's hear the schedule, John. Can you announce the schedule for these guys? Because I don't think I think uh, we should do it. I'll even sponsor the hotel room for you. Yeah, well, for me or one, for them. Ki- one you king bed. I'm not doing that again. I no, thought no, that no, no, last time, buddy. No, no, John. Can you tell us the schedule? Can we announce the schedule right now on the air for everybody? Yeah, I think we can for Let's sure. Let's do it. So, Let's do it. I know All right. I've been I've been, get, I've been getting bugs since the last event, so hey, why not do it now? What a better place to do it. So let's back up one so, one quick second. So guys, John sure. runs the OKBT, which is five events. You also run the Bass Kayak Series as well. So which is affiliated with Bass with the Bassmaster with yeah. Bassmaster. Mm-hmm. So let's can we hear both schedules? Um, <laughs> are you want to sure. are you going to save the Bass one? Nope, that's fine. I, I can uh-huh. uh, I can I can release that one too. But, Peer uh, pressure. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 do the OKBT first, and then I'll slide that in later on. So. Okay, for all you people out there that fish the series or are thinking about it, let's hear it, John. This is it. All right. So coming up in 2023, putting our minds together again and trying to come up with uh, another another season to rival last, and it becomes harder and harder each year, not only to keep the lakes fresh. Um, as we don't like to try to repeat lakes from year to year. Um, and But also with the numbers growing, just trying to find lakes that logistically allow us to put those number of people on the lakes with launches and parking. So um, this year, we're going to start off with an early event again. It was a success last year in Sudbury on Ramsey Lake. So May 20th, 
we will be visiting Lake Nipissing. Oh, you guys are coming. Oh, my nemesis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we will we will be fishing Lake Nipissing. Um, basically on the west end. So if you draw a line down from West yep. Nipissing, Sturgeon River, down to the bottom, and then everything over into West Bay and West Arm. Well, that's just great, John, because all my water is on the east side. Thank you. Good. Good. <laughs> There's I don't no think water on the east side. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so May 20th, we're on Lake Nipissing. Then we go to the opener in the Kawartha on June 17th. And we're going back to where it all began on Balsam Lake. Ooh, oh, there you go. I don't have any time on Balsam. One time. And after that, we go to July 15th, and we go up to the big girl on Lake Simcoe. Oh, just after opener for Smallies. That I can't wait. And where are you doing that out of, John? Sean, what's, you look at your Lake face right Simcoe. now. What's up your face, Sean? <laughs> so just anywhere in Lake Simcoe? Like, do you have like it's, a... It's the whole lake. We won't. Uh, we. I haven't set up a headquarters for it for afterwards yet, but it'll be somewhere that is probably equidistance from the farthest spots. I so. can't freaking wait for that event. Why? Because you went and smashed. Oh my no! It's just that place is just <laughs> magical. If you can figure it out, I don't care. I like. You know what? I just like big water fishing like that. What? What if it's a blowout day? But like, what do you do? Do you change lakes or do you? Uh, we fish. No, we, or? we 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 typically fish, dude. Really? Eh? Um, you know, we've been we've been on St. Clair when there's been two days of three to four foot rollers, and you know, um, there's always enough water to be able to find a spot, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, to get out of it or to make it a little bit more comfortable anyway. Um, but it's it's just one of those things. It's it's part of the game as far as I'm concerned. Um, we haven't postponed or, or canceled an event because of weather yet, and it would take an awful lot to do it. First of all, it's it's very, very difficult logistically to try to contact 112 people. Gotcha. Um, even if you send out emails, I can guarantee if you got 100 people, 40 of them read an email. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's it's just one of those things where people have to understand their skills and their comfort zone, and they have to work with it from there. So, so after Simcoe, what's next? So August 12th, we had such a great event this year. We're going back to Georgian Bay, but this time we're heading a little bit further north, and we're going to do the area in and around Perry Sound. Wow. Mm. True provincial series here. Almost like yeah. this is phenomenal, yeah. and like John said, yeah, we, we try to cover a lot of miles. Like uh, we got we got guys traveling a lot of miles to these. Like guys, we have ten or twelve guys that are consistently coming in from the Windsor area to all these events. So and and like you said, John, like you try not to do the same lakes every year. Like it's not like the series. It's not a lot of the people. Hey, you know, we're always fishing rice. We're always fishing balsam. We're always fishing. You know, this that. No. Yeah, try yeah. So, so these guys, you, know, you change it, it up. Yeah, and if we do a lake. Um, you know, two years later, we try to switch seasons. So that brings us to the next event. Um, something we've been wanting to try for a couple of years. And I got harassed by, you know, somebody this year to really get after it, Kyle. <laughs> no, wait, time um, out, time out. Let's back up because there's people listening to this. I harassed you on the format. I did not harass you on the location. I want to make that correct. clear. Correct. Correct. Okay. correct. Yes. Now, so I do like this location, but I did not pick it. I'm going to yes. do that. Okay. So, I'm, for the final event I'm not doing year. a lie detector. <laughs> okay. So, the final event this year, September 9th and 10th, it will be a two day event to finish off the season this year. We will be on Tri Lakes, oh. Pigeon Chemung, and that is a lot uh, of water. Upper Buckhorn. Love it. This is yep. awesome. I can't, Sean is so excited. He's signing up for all five. 
I don't yeah. got the legs yeah. to paddle one of those See, things, boy. So I. John and a few of us, lots of people, I'm sure John's talked to lots, but I really wanted to see the two-day format because I wanted to see people put, and John, correct me if I'm wrong, it's the best of both days combined, correct? It's ten. It's it's five each day. So like your best ten fish, right? It's five one each event day. during two days. But I want to no, see no, two no separate it's your events. Best five. It's your best five each day. It's not your best ten. Okay, so I'm wrong. So it's a two. By the way, so it's a two day. Two separate three, events. Just, no, it's one event. But if you do three fish the first day and you limit the second day, it's your best eight then, right? Right. Yeah. So it's your. It's the total you. of your two days. Exactly. Five per day. Exactly yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Sorry. So like yeah. your best of and day one day, and your best of day two added together. Correct. Okay. Two day events are, well, like anything, they're, they're a different animal because you can smoke it on day one and you can crash it on uh, day two. But, you know. I just wanted, and I wanted to see how many guys could do it. Like, but like John said, smoke them both days. Because like you said, like that's a lot of water to cover. Mm-hmm. So I am pumped for that. Oh, it's yeah. already in my calendar. Oh, yeah? yeah. Now, so, in our defense, John only told me this about five minutes before he came on the air just to make sure like we had it down. So I did not, I was not privy to any information more than anybody else. Except we were airing this anyways. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, But yeah, my point. This is, John, good job is all I have to say on that schedule. That's cool. Thanks. That's, yeah, it is. That's not yeah. a... That will truly get out the best of the best in this kayak world, I it's, think. Um, it will be interesting. We, we, you know, last year we had a pretty solid schedule. We introduced quite a bit more bigger water, you might want to say, um, to some people. They're, they were concerned, but our numbers show that everyone loved it. The We had, uh, you know, not only record attendance, we also had uh, record bags coming in. Um, it was it was all around good year, and I'm expecting you know the same for this year uh, for sure. So, so, I agree. I think you're definitely going to see some growth. That Nipissing event, so like the it's open up there earlier than our Kawartha zone down yep, here. Yep. And actually, yep. Uh, May twentieth, our day we're there is actually opening day. So if anybody's thinking about trying an event, but doesn't want to give up their precious big boat time down here. Message me. I'll help you line up a kayak to use that day. Between, it's like John will back me up. Between the club, there's usually enough people willing to help out get somebody in the sport. Like my my pelican catch, it's still there. Hey, it's nothing special, but hey, you want to borrow it? Have at it. Like that's who you know what I mean. I don't care who you are. So it's, yep. That's a great opportunity if you guys want to try it early in the season, and you might get hooked, and you might want to come do some more of them. But that's hey, awesome. could I put dibs on that one with the motor, John? No. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, uh, no, no, they can't. They have to struggle their first. I event. will come, but I'm an old man, <laughs> uh, and I will. I need a motor. I need a motor. Uh, so let's it's, get it. It's it's the same game, guys. It's just different. So you're not going to be running and gunning, you know, three miles to go try another spot. So it's, uh, you know, it's you. You learn to, like Kyle says. It has it, it. It has its learning curve. Let's put it that way. So, so let's let's hear I the think uh you know most people that try it enjoy it. So you got a, a derby opening day. We got two derbies opening day this year. We have May twentieth up on Nipissing, which is their opening day, and we have June seventeenth on Balsam, which is our zone uh seventeen opening day. Are there any rules um against prefish? Uh well you're obviously not prefishing for those two events. Right. Um mm-hmm. I like that. Are you are you still allowed on the water? Just no rods? 
Uh, well, technically, like, like, be, technically, you can't be kept off the water. If there's other species in the lake, you could be out there fishing for them, right? Right. Um, we have to, uh, you know, have faith that, uh, you know, people aren't targeting. Yep. Um, like in anything, like in any sport, you know, you're going to have people that try to, you know, press the rules. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my um, pet peeves for tournaments on opening days, guys going out pike fishing. Oh yeah. Week yeah. Before. yeah I, I'm actually so I'm actually pumped there's two on opening day. Yeah. Um and I'm just gonna speak my mind because you know what? It's our show and I can. So it's nothing against OKBT or anything like that. But so many people don't know how to pre fish properly. And I'm sick of watching everybody sting the fish all week. And then wonder why they don't catch anything on tournament day. Well, that's just right. It is. So it's just yeah, right. it drives me. You know, and, that, and, that's, and that's across the board. That's yeah. in you know kayaks. It's in boats. One hundred percent. Sure it is. So everybody, and, you know, that, and, I know I offended some people there, and I'm at the point where I don't care on that topic because like it is crazy. Like posting big fish pictures all week on your prefishes and that like yeah. there's a technique to this. Hey, I'm the yeah. farthest thing from a pro angler. But I learned how to pre-fish from some of the best guys in the industry. The problem is I never get out to pre-fish. If yeah. I ever could, I'm coming for you, Tyler. Trust me, if yeah. I ever do. <laughs> but the point being is that some guys, just, they don't know how to do it properly. There's a technique Correct. to it. There is. Correct. So Correct. And yeah. I, I think Sean Sean asked if we have any um, rules or, or any, something against pre-fish. Um, right. You know, we, we don't really... You know, once the season's open, we don't have any off-limit times in the OKBT. Um, I would like to make the week before the event off-limits, but it's it's an unrealistic thing to attempt to do. One, right. you, can't police, you can't police it. And number two is a lot of these guys come from out of town, right. and some of them use these as vacations. So, you know, gotcha. they might come up and camp for four or five days with the family and that. And... Uh, us this is like an all-inclusive series, you know, um, it's not fair to say to somebody that you can't go fish. Right. Um, as well. Um, but again, you know, that's, that's the way it goes. You know, some can do it, some can't, and that's, that's the way it goes. Right. So you got so. a Bassmaster schedule as well? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, not only the OKBT, but I also uh, run the Ontario Kayak Bass Masters, which is part of the Ontario Bass Nation. Um, uh, reason for running that was so we could qualify guys to go down and fish the uh, Bassmaster Kayak Classic events down uh, down south every uh, spring during the Bass Classic. So um, we got five guys going down this year. We had guys up on the stage last year. So far, it's been a great success over three years. Uh, schedule this year is looking pretty good. Um, June 18th, uh, we do these on the Sunday after the OKBT Saturday events because uh, that way guys are already in the area and ready to fish. Uh, so June 18th, Sunday, we um, are doing the Dalrymple. Ooh, Sean's uh, in for that one too. Yeah. Sunday, July 16th, after Lake Simcoe, we are doing Kuchiching. Oh, I'm in for that one. And August uh, 13th, after Georgian Bay, we drop down a little bit south and hit Sparrow Lake. And then on the August uh, 26th and 27th, I believe is the date, is our um, two-day provincial championship where we qualify the guys to go down to the Classic. 
And this year it's going to be two days and it's going to be on Stony. Wow. That is a, really? that's a banging series right there. See what I mean? Like, it's like, it's awesome. And, that's banging. And he did a really good job. So if you look at the dates, um, like if the OKBT is on a Saturday, the bass is usually fairly close in location on the Sunday. Am I right, John? So guys Correct. can do them both. So if you get a campsite for one, you're good to stay for the other. Like it's very well thought out. Yeah. Like it's it's something, man. Like it's well yeah. done, John. Yeah. Well like done, well buddy. well Thank done you. to you and and uh, you know I'll speak openly. Uh, we sponsor the series and it's been nothing but amazing return on investment for us. So anybody right. that's looking to get involved with this, uh, any company, reach out to John. It's worth it. It's a, the platform you guys are offering is a, is worth the investment for people to get involved with. Hundred percent. No, thank you very much. No. Yes, yeah, we it, try uh, we try to do our best, and you know I think over uh, you know the last four or five years we've got a pretty good healthy support system through our you know corporate sponsors and that, and um, I think it shows something that you know they they stay with us year after year. Yeah. Um, you know, without any uh, issues at all, and um, you, you know, it's fantastic. And like Kyle said, you know, uh, you know, Greywood with Daiwa and Garmin and that they've been with us since. Uh, actually, Kyle was our very first uh, sponsor for Daiwa, our very first year, and very he's good. been with us since day one. So we're not, you know, go, we're not going anywhere. To everybody, John, yeah, I, I sure. take I take it you guys are going to be at CanCast uh, again. Yes, we will. Okay, so you're going to have a display, and people can come talk to you there. Um, yep, yep, we'll be there again for sure. So there's a number of kayak anglers coming to CanCast this year, and I've been arguing with myself as me and Leanne were starting the floor plan because it's six months away. The six months is going to come quick, okay? <laughs> do we want the kayak guys all in one spot, John, or do we got to spread you out? That's what I'm debating, if we have a little kayak alley or, or what. So maybe hit me with some feedback on that off the record later, but I just— sure. I just, the number of kayak people that want to get into it and dealers. And there's also a lot of guys in the community, kayak community that make their own baits. They want to sell and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's shaping up. Like if you want to, this is, that's the place to go to, to learn a lot about it. So, yeah, we were, uh, we were surprised last year how busy we were, um, at our booth. It was nonstop all day. Yeah. We had it a didn't couple help real that we had slick rigs there. across the way, and we were, you know, bottleneck there. But it was fantastic. So. Yeah, we'll have you guys in a better spot this year if both, <laughs> with, both, with both buildings. Our our space is really opened up. So, oh, yeah. I know, like we've released very limited details on this event, but I'm promising you guys that this is going to be the the like this is going to be really something. And uh, mark it on your calendars. We appreciate you guys being there and supporting our show back. And. Uh, you know, we're looking forward to everything you guys have to offer next year. And, and, man, I know I speak for all three of us here that we wish you guys nothing but the best and, and keep up the good work. Well, we appreciate that. And, um, you know, like I said, uh, we appreciate everything that you guys are doing for, uh, for us, you know, not only in Ontario, but, um, you know, uh, you know, around anybody in the listening audience that's going to be able to come up to this zone. So, um, you know, the, the podcasts so far have been, you know, been great. I've been listening to every one of them and uh, enjoyable and informative and, uh, you know, sometimes funny at the same time. So, Are you yeah. been watching them or just listening? I watch them. 
That a boy. Good job. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe too. <laughs> yeah. So, John, <laughs> before I let you go, we're going to start our dial a Q&A session here shortly for Mark and Sean, which is funny because nobody ever asks me any questions. It's like nobody cares. Prepare, but Kyle. I want, Mar- Sh- or John, do you have any questions, anything in the world you would like to ask Mark and Sean right now? Start this off. Anything in the world, eh? Oh, that's kind of a loaded question. That is uh, a loaded question. Yeah. You, better, you better put some limits on that. <laughs> Family show, John. Okay, okay. All right. We'll think of it this way. Um, give me your quick dollar thoughts on what went down this past weekend in Erie. Oh, you, you just listened in the whole first half hour of this show. Yeah, yeah. We'll come up with a different one then. So. Yeah. Woody, take that one to the cutting room floor, will you? Yeah. No, we're leaving that in. We're leaving that in. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's go this way. Uh, today was the first day at Lake Hartwell. Um, you know, second last event of the year for the Open Series. Cooper had a fairly decent day, sitting in a good position. Yeah, I think he's uh, 39th. 39th, I think he's sitting out of 187, I believe. 32nd, I thought I saw it. Was it but you could be right. Yeah, somewhere around there anyway. So what are your guys' thoughts? What are your predictions? Does he make it? Doesn't he? Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope he makes it. Uh, there's not a kid out there that's that's trying harder, I don't think. And he's putting his heart, his soul, all his time and effort. And it couldn't happen to a nicer guy if he did. Well, I was talking to him earlier. He thinks he's going to need 13 or 14 tomorrow to, uh, which to is what a, he had today was 13 to, and ha- to have a yeah. solid chance at the elites. Um, I think he's on good fish right now. He figured out a pretty good deal this week. So I, th- I think that he can get 13 again tomorrow. Um, I, I, th- this kid's destined to fish the elites. There's no question mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah, and right. I agree. Right. Yeah. He's, uh, that's like, that's, it's what he wants to do. And it's what he's going to do. Like that's there's 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 no other option for him yeah. in his in his mind. So he's just going to work. And if he just misses it again this year, like last year, he just missed it. Yeah, he did by the skin of his teeth. You know, yep. and and, he, and he's right there again this year with uh, with the Red River kind of snuck up on him and kicked him square in the nuts. But um, like he's he's still right there in the Southerns, and he's still right there in the overalls. So. Yep. Exactly. Uh, but he he could he could seal the deal this tournament and and qualify. Yeah. Yeah, so. for sure. I think he makes uh, well it. let me let me give you part B of that question then. Another buddy of yours and everybody else, Danny McGarry. Down fishing Pickwick. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen there? He's Any gonna win it. I think he's gonna win it. I honestly do. I'm gonna answer this, yeah. John, because then I can actually say someone actually asked me a question. <laughs> Danny is gonna top three that event. Top five, for sh- top five for sure. I know he needs to be top three. I think we're we're not even talking about being outside of the three. Yeah, he. Yeah, I, I actually think he'll top three that event. He is so far oh, on yes. that event. He's pissing confidence too, mentally. Like yeah. thing I like about Cooper and Danny is, you know, I didn't know him like growing up like you guys did, but you know, the last few. But like you, well, can we see- were growing up. They were growing up. <laughs> well, no, you get my point. You can see these guys like their whole mindsets are changing, oh, yeah. evolving, maturing figuring this thing out like it's like i'm telling you man like i it 
He's top three in that event. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's unreal, these kids, that they can remember all these different waypoints and all this other shit, and they can't remember to tie their shoes in the morning. Or eat their you vegetables. Know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 they're a different breed. They've, yeah. they've got her down. And, yeah. uh, but no, Danny's super focused on this derby. Like, we talk about it every day, right? We're going to see yeah. five Canadians in the Classic this year. That's my prediction. For yeah. sure. Yeah, well, we got so. four there right now anyway. Right? Yes, we so. do. So so we just need Danny to pull uh, pull up his uh, bootstraps and get her done for us. So. Yeah, he will. We'll but I will ask you guys one favor. When you're down there this March at the Classic, don't forget to cheer for us five, you know, Ontario boys that are going to be at the Classic. And then, you know, hopefully – We'll have at least one of them up on the stage on the Friday. The kayak guys. That's yeah, a good point. Sure. Yeah. That's a good point. And yeah, yeah. we're going to have 10 Canadians at the class. Yeah, we were partying yeah. with some of the kayak guys at the first ever uh, kayak yeah. master. I think we were out uh, with so that's your second. Is that your limit, John? Five five anglers? No, we qualify uh, 10% of our field. So you could send. So what happened we to the other? We guy, have 51 guys fishing this year, so 50. Oh, so I got it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That would be... Yeah. That'd be cool to do. And our buddy Chris Tosco was the bubble boy, was he not? He was the bubble boy. He was out by a quarter of an inch. So if someone drops out, could he still go? No, there's no rollouts. No rollouts. Guy. Really, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Oh, it's well, you're you're you win and you're in kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Well, thank- uh, so yeah, so those guys will be down there and they're fishing Chickamauga too. So well, I'm gonna call it right now. Chris Tosco will qualify next year with that lake setup that I just seen. So is it just the last it's event, just the John? two events, yeah. It's just the two it's day. Just, it's, just, it's just the two day that you qualify out of. Yeah, and yeah. remind me, which lake is that one on for Bass? Stony. Oh, yeah, he's in. Dude, every single one of those lakes. I know. He's going to he's gonna lose his mm-hmm. mind on that uh, Bass schedule. Yeah, when he sees it, he's going to fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> yes, got himself a nice Hopefully new. Hopefully, he has to work every weekend. I rumor is, yeah, rumor is he's got a nice new rig too. Yeah, yeah. Very lately, yeah, used, has hasn't seen many fish. I know that. <laughs> I know the guy that's used it. He hasn't seen many fish. Does it burn oil? <laughs> John, right before we started this podcast, I said to Mark and Sean, we cannot talk about my truck. Okay? Oh, sorry. It was like too soon. It was like <laughs> real. Oh my gosh. Yeah, good call, John. I wish it. Sorry, I wish guys, it sorry, yeah. Is your so, truck here? No, I don't. My truck. Uh, said. Yeah. So John, have, before we go, uh, what is the requirements you have to have to do one of your series? Like as as per boat, is there a minimum size or is there? Uh, yeah, for for the uh, kayaks, we require a minimum size of nine feet and a maximum size of. Ooh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's sixteen. Oh, so I can't bring the dragon boat out. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Well, John, I appreciate everything, buddy. And uh, we will be talking to you. Thanks for kicking off our Q&A session there. Yeah, well, thank you for inviting me on and uh, appreciate the, uh, you know, the assistance and uh, everything. Have a good night, guys, and we will talk to you later. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, thank sir. you. Take care, John. Bye now. All right. Well, he saved me here because, you know, he had lots of questions. So a little bit shorter Q&A session tonight. It's my fault because... um. I was a little bit late getting it up for everybody. I haven't got a chance to read them all, but here we go. Okay. So this one is from our friend, Chris Flay. Who was the first Canadian to fish the classic? Charles Sims. Not no. true. I think there was someone it before was, him. Um, and by the way, I didn't verify or get the correct answer. So we're going to need Woody to yeah, step in. Yeah, you're right. Here. I want to say Hank Gibson. 
but I'm not sure. What do you I, got? I think Google? you're right. What I, think Hank I think he might be right, but yeah. we'll let someone Google out there. Yeah. Charleston was the second. Yeah, I'm maybe. pretty sure because it's a Hank Gibson qualifier. Yeah. You're right. Okay. The best employee, the best employee you have ever had, Sean. The best employee? Someone had? Who is the best employee <laughs> at the call construction? I wonder who sent <laughs> <laughs> that question and I bet you I know. Well, you take you tell us who your best employee ever was, and you can guess who sent the question. Well, I'm the best employee at the call construction. <laughs> Enough said. Uh, who yeah. sent it in? Definitely Danny McGeary sent that in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. For or his sure. mom. Danny, you in a cooler. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he knows he's the best. Whose face is on your socks? <laughs> I've, you know what? I don't know. A few years ago, I guess my wife made us. A present each. Oh no way! Mark Hunter. <laughs> oh, that. show him to the cameras. Yeah. Show him to the cameras. That smells. He like has socks with my face on it, and I have socks with his face on it. It was our Christmas present from my wife a few years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. I wear them all the time. Okay. That uh, is me. That is you. Yeah. All right. Favorite lake in the Kawarthas. Favorite lake in the Kawarthas. For bass, I'm, I'm guessing. favorite lake? It could be for sun lounging the way you fish. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to say... Shimong. Uh, I don't know. I would go. I had a trailer on Shimong for 13 That would years, probably so. be my favorite. Yeah. I like Stop all, fishing it, people. For all-round fishing, I like balsam. I've only been on balsam once in the fall with Matt Pizzetta. And yeah. we had a blast. Yeah. But okay. I, uh, like, even I got excited about, like, John, the kayak series there. I haven't, but I think that's the best part is it makes me go fish new lakes. And, like, for example, like, yeah, I've been on Simpico, like, but, like, I'm so excited to go back there. You know, I've been on Cooch once. I'm so excited to get back there because I've fished Corfus, grew up fishing Corfus, right? But, like, Nipissing, I've never fished Nipissing, but I'm so pumped to go there. You know what I mean? So, but I, I would probably, try lakes would be mine. Nipissing is so cruel to me. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be cruel too in a rubber, yeah. in a rubber tub. Yeah, no, so. I, I like balsam. Balsam, you can, you, it's got killer smallmouth. It's got good pike fishing. It's got amazing walleye, walleye fishing. Yeah. You can largemouth fish there. Like it's, it, you can do it all. Yeah. Right. Oh, I love, I love pike fishing there. Yeah, in, me too. In the spring, but yeah. it's. Yeah. So, okay, biggest fish you ever caught through the ice. Through the ice. Through the ice. Yeah. Oh, it'd have to be a muskie. Yes, Scugog. So that actually answers my next question. Your biggest muskie you've ever caught, and was through the ice. Through the right. ice. No, okay. mine was a fifty-two incher, and it caught it at the dam. You're in the fifty-inch club. Yeah, look yeah. at you go. Yeah. So our next episode is going to be a little bit muskie focused. We're trying to actually mm -hmm. line up a date to have our friends at Muskie Maniacs on. So I'm That'd pretty excited yeah, about that. Cool. So lots of cool stuff happening. Okay, last question. You can spend a day in a boat with one of these guys. Azumi, Zona, or Kevin Van Dam. Who are you choosing? Take your friendships out of it. Well, I had breakfast with Azumi the other day. So he's out because you say you didn't know Azumi. He's still your childhood hero. You haven't become friends with him yet. It would be Azumi all Bob, day long. I would still do that Zona now. or Kevin Van Dam. Okay. I would still do that. I like I would, talking to that I guy. would honestly, out of, I would probably he, choose he Bob He puts too. his little hand in mine. I would think, I, yeah, I'm going Bob too. <laughs> I think I would too. I think just spending a day with him, like yeah. I love talking to that I think it would be Bob's, and Zona, Darren. then Van Dam. 
yeah, I I think would be my order. Those Izumis are great people. But I would rather I'd love to go out with Matt Robertson or, or Seth Fighter. I would love to go out with two. Oh, I have yeah. the best Matt Robertson story. Good. The first time he met me at ICAST, like, I don't even think I can say on there, but man, was it funny. Did he want to wrestle you? No, but I did see him. I did see him re- try to wrestle a few people. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a, big into the wrestling. He's a, oh yeah, he he, is. he's a great guy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I like following his content. So that's it. That's it for the Q and A. It's a little soft this week. I let you guys down. That's all right. But we're gonna be back up bigger and better next time. We don't like tests. I know you guys like. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to come over a list of questions for me. You know. Well, we'll next <laughs> week. All right. Dude, that's that's next a show. challenge. Next show, we're you know gonna what? Have, we're, we're gonna, gonna change this up. Yeah. Q and A is going to each week. We're gonna take a turn. So you're up next. Bring ten questions for me and Sean. The week after that, and our guests. We're going to have guests sometimes. Yeah. Then you do the 10. Get okay. what I'm saying? Okay. We're in for that. It's got to right. be 10. No. Well, what we, if you had five so, so quality? Now, so so now you're giving ten. us homework. Yeah. Well, yeah. guys, I pay you a huge financial sum every week, of that's course. True. Right? That's, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I think it's a zero, but you know, we're going to have We just got to put, you know, we got all these zeros. We just got to get a number in front of that. <laughs> yeah. We're working on it. So, anyways, <laughs> tech15, yolotech.ca. That's it. Help of all that. So, man, I had a lot of fun tonight. Like, this is cool. And, like, I just, just talking vision. You can't beat it, especially when you know the season's coming to an end soon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Season's not coming to the end. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. Never no, still no, lots of fishing left. Mark, your boat's winterized. You're No, it is not. No, cool is. Are you fishing this weekend? I, I'm going to fish either Saturday or Sunday. We're doing mm-hmm. our, um, we're doing our, uh, Thanksgiving Monday. And tomorrow night I have a, I'm going to uh, Colby. Colby's got a fundraiser going, uh, poker tournament to help him get down oh, to the yeah. States to fish. So I'm doing that tomorrow night. Nice. You fishing yeah. this weekend? Uh, unfortunately, not this weekend. I've got a big family weekend this weekend with all my family, and I broke my trolling motor anyway. So You need a trolling motor? It's time for yeah, yeah. a new trolling motor. Cool. I'm fishing, but thanks for asking, guys. <laughs> Are you going fishing, Kyle? Well, that was going to be one of my questions uh, next week. I'm going to try. <laughs> Look. I'm serious. Like next year, and anyone listening to this, like, the I actually have a plan to make all five of those events, as well as the Tim Boat Championship, which we need to pick a date on very soon. We gotta get serious about this. So that's gonna be like a side conversation here. But I'm gonna try to do all five of those tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna go at. You're gonna go for it. My biggest Wait, are thing you is do the OKBT. I'm gonna do the OKBT, and I'm gonna do the Bass probably Coochie event. I won't be able to do them all. I just, I'm. Just, I got. You're kids. not gonna try to qualify for the Classic. I might. Go to do the Stony Two Day. Why, why not? We'll why, why, why wouldn't you try to qualify for the Classic? Because just, I don't what, know. I what? can. Like, it's not like a dream of mine where I got to go fish the Kayak Classic yet. Yeah, but wouldn't that be, like, crazy? It would, it be, would cool. be cool. But, like, what I mean is just my biggest thing is I don't get the time to do the pre-fishing, but I don't even care. I'm not even going in for results next year. I'm just going to fish. And you yeah. know what? Good I can stay you. in the top half of the field without whatever. Like I said, there's some sticks, man. I love it. So I got a new setup coming for next year. I'm going to build a trailer. You gonna tell us about it or no? No, I haven't exactly confirmed it, so I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be gotcha. at Cancast though, on the display beside the tin boat. So yeah, but no, this is awesome. So before we wrap this up, guys, I want to thank Yellow Tech again um, for everything they're doing, kicking us off here. Uh, also, April second is the big day. Mark mm-hmm. it on your calendars. I'm trust, like I'm telling you right now, there's stuff coming to this show that's never been seen before. Don't forget, we're also the first show in Canada that goes right after the Classic. We're all the product. We're literally a week after this year. We're going to come home from the Classic. We're going to be right to setting up this show. Yep. The new products that launch the Classic will all be here at the show. Whoa. Whoa. 
So, anyways. Sorry, sorry, I'm just putting the show date in my phone. I didn't, I didn't put it in there yet. Oh, jeez. You wouldn't show up or something. So April and 2nd, right? April 2nd. Mark, any uh, Done. any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Don't cheat. 100%. Sean? Final thought? Yeah. You, you always have more than one. No, no, you put me on the spot. Get, get your buddy's face put on your socks. Yeah. Yeah. Comfort. Uh, Anyone hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Kyle, do you have a question? <laughs> Kyle? Hey, Kyle. Any thoughts? Yeah, before you drive to North Bay, make sure you have at least five quarts of oil with you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There you go. Hey, everyone, be safe. Have fun out there. Enjoy your Thanksgiving weekend. This should be up around Thanksgiving at some point, guys. We appreciate everybody. And uh, make sure you like, subscribe, download it on Spotify, even if you watch it on YouTube. We appreciate it, guys. Cheers. <laughs> Play it during Thanksgiving dinner for your family. Yes. Awesome. That's what memories are made of. Signing off. Cheers. I want to put a new final thought in there. Uh-oh. I already signed it. I signed us off twice. I literally said yeah, but, cheers. Yeah, I literally said cheers. Yeah, you concert. can't talk after I say cheers. You said goodbye, and then he can cut it, and then we can edit in my final thought and cut it what I said I, and put in, put in my final thought, my real final thought. You're the boss. My real one. Can we do that, Woody? Sure. Oh, he's not even going to cut it. We're going to keep rolling this through, I can tell. No, no. Yeah. No, it'd be funnier no. if we did. So, when Phil and I hit that shoal, right? You, he always has more than one. Right. No, when <laughs> Phil and I hit that shoal, we we didn't even stop and say we're done. It wasn't even like a question. It wasn't no. even a question. It's like, we're going to, like, it wasn't even like, let's go home and get another boat. Like, yeah. Fix this boat. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't give up until that's all there is. Yeah. Right. Don't give up. That's my final thought. Awesome. Actually, you know what's funny is, uh, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to add a final thought too. I've been, I, I've been having a rough few weeks. Like, just not rough in like a, but just, I'm busy. I'm tired. I'm just, you know, I haven't had much time for You look kids. like shit. I do. And your cat's crooked. We're busy at work, and <laughs> we're doing booking season, and yeah. And my hat is crooked. And my, my my daughter came up to me, and she goes, Daddy, always work hard and never give up. I just like, melted into a puddle. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? Like, four-year-old just told me that, and it's like, holy crap, I need to hear that. And it's like, you're why I'm doing this. Yeah, right? exactly. It was awesome. It was like a parent moment. Never forget. Sorry, I'm... I'm just a sentimental person like that, so. That's okay, buddy. Yeah. So anyways, there you go. Like Sean said, never give up. Awesome, guys. Thank you, everybody. Be safe out there. Yeah.